Good evening. Welcome to this evening's edition of the Richard Urban Show, where we bring you news and views from God's point of view. Tonight's episode is All Black Lives Matter, Planned Parenthood's Black Genocide. Each week here in the United States, over 5,700 black babies are aborted. That's more than for all the other diseases like heart disease, strokes, and other causes of death for, for various diseases combined. Since abortion became legal in the United States in 1973, 18,647,000 plus black children have been aborted, in other words, murdered, and totally 62,157,000 children have been murdered by abortion. So we should realize that 30% of all abortions are performed on blacks, who represent 13.4% of the population in the United States. And Planned Parenthood, which is formerly called the American Birth Control League, is a major provider of abortions in black neighborhoods. And they provide in those neighborhoods a disproportionate number of abortions there in the black neighborhood. So also, we should all be aware that Margaret Sanger, who lived from 1879 to 1966, is the founder of the American Birth Control League, now known as Planned Parenthood. And she is a eugenicist. In other words, she believes that you should um, sterilize people or give birth control so quote-unquote unfit people don't reproduce. She says in a letter to Dr. Clarence Gamble, we should hire three or four colored ministers, preferably with social service backgrounds and with engaging personalities. The most successful education approach to the Negro is through a religious appeal. We don't want the word to go out they want to exterminate the Negro population. And the minister is the man who could straighten out that idea if it ever occurs to any of their more rebellious members, unquote. So that mission is alive and well today. So Sanger, she craftily recruited black intellectuals and pastors. For instance, the well-known uh, black intellectual W.E.B. Du Bois wrote, quote, The mass of ignorant Negroes still breed carelessly and disastrously, so that the increase among Negroes, even more than the increase among whites, is from that part of the population least intelligent and fit and least able to rear their children properly. So amazingly, prominent black leaders like W.E. Du Bois, who is a founder of the NAACP, were actually in support of Sanger and in support of eugenics. Go figure. I don't figure. I don't get it. And also Dr. Adam Clayton Powell Sr., a prominent pastor in Harlem, he allowed Margaret Sanger to speak at his church at a mass meeting. That was at the Abyssinian Baptist Church. And then his son, who took over from him, Reverend Adam Clayton Powell Jr., he served on the board of the American Birth Control League which, as I said, is now Planned Parenthood. So they completely sold out to this uh, 
eugenics promoter Margaret Sanger, who wanted to get rid of unfit people and also believed in you know sterilizing them as well. So all her life, Margaret Sanger dreamed of a magic birth control pill. Well, in the early 1950s, she's able to obtain funding for Gregory Pincus, who was a reproductive rather specialist, to um, develop birth control pills. And he did that. Now, before that, you know, I was wondering about, well, what were the birth control devices anyway in the 1920s, 30s? Well, they used things like condoms, diaphragms, you know, intrauterine devices. Hardly, uh, but looking at pictures, those looks like a very liberating thing for women, but hey. And then um, later, the birth control pill. And Sanger was behind, uh, you know, the, the development of the birth control pill. And actually, a little-known effect of birth control pills is that if women have been on them for many years, then they have many women have trouble conceiving. And a lot of times they blame it on other conditions. But if you go and read some of the different blogs, you'll see that, you know, the women are saying, well, they don't have the symptoms of that. In other words, the doctors are covering for the pharmaceutical companies in this area too, not just with vaccines. But in any case, so using birth control for a long time or using things like a Depo-Provera shot can cause infertility. So considering Sanger's value set, it's not very surprising to find out that um, she separated from her first husband she embraced the idea of so-called free love. She had multiple affairs. Later, she was divorced. And she did later remarry. She was also a member of the Women's Committee of the New York Socialist Party. So that tells you something about her politics. There's another woman who actually met Sanger in Great Britain and was inspired by her. Her name was Dr. Marie Stopes. And she was a contemporary in Great Britain of uh, Sanger. And she was also a eugenicist. So this whole movement of birth control is integrally uh, tied to eugenics. She said, quote, to counteract the steady evil which has been growing for a good many years of the reduction of the birth rate just on the part of the thrifty, wise, well-contented, and the generally sound members of our community and the reckless breeding from the C.3 end, that means, you know, more poor people, and the semi-feeble-minded, the careless, who are proportionally increasing in our community because of the slowing of the birth rate at the other end of the social scale. Statistics show that every year, the birth rate from the worst end of our community is increasing in proportion to the birth rate at the better end. And it was in order to try to right that grave social danger that I embarked upon this work, unquote. That's from Marie Stopes. So it's really amazing that, you know, in the black community, there's a, basically a lot, there are, a, um, you know, a number of spokespeople that you'll find against this. But you don't hear a lot about it, really. And most churches have sold out. I remember when I was working in D.C., there was um, like the Black Reproductive Rights Committee. 
Sorry, that may not be the exact name. But anyway, so I found out this was a bunch of pastors promoting abortion. Needs to say they weren't very interested in my work promoting sexual abstinence and having conferences at Howard University. So they're promoting black genocide, black pastors. I'm not saying every pastor, but, you know, these were major pastors like the ones I mentioned, Adam Clayton Powell, who later, the junior Adam Clayton Powell, later became a United States representative in the House of Representatives for many years until the 1960s. So this is kind of inexplicable. So we're talking now about, you know, there's this catchphrase going around, Black Lives Matter. Of course, people promoting, as we've said, are not promoting anything about Black Lives Matter, but, you know, basically Marxist ideology, LBGTXQB, whatever, ideology, etc. So, in any case, the real Black Lives Matter is the 18 million aborted babies and 6,000 aborted babies in the United States. Of course, there are many aborted babies, you know, um, how do you say, in general. But there's a disproportionately large number, like we said, 30% plus in the black community. And where do you find Planned Parenthood clinics? In the black community. And who often gets government funding for so-called sex education? And supposedly they're not funding abortions, but in fact, the fact that they're receiving government money, supposedly for other services, you know, allows them to provide abortions. If they even are providing the other services at all. So-called women's health services. So... You know, this is really an incredible uh, crisis. All, everybody should be speaking out about that. You know, it doesn't just have to be black people, of course, black people, but people who care about people, people who care about murder. So, you know, what we really need badly is a God-centered view of marriage, you know, that uplifts the dignity of marriage and, you know, talking about the importance of sexual abstinence before marriage. And, you know, that's what we're doing in D.C. with our program, Urban Life Training, that uh, Stacy and I founded for over 3,000 youth. And now that's expanding, you know, to other cities and areas. So, and also we can find that view from the scriptural uh, basis in the teachings of Reverend Sun Myung Moon. So he clearly talks about the purpose of marriage as creating the very image of God. So that's something worthy, of course, we're striving for. So we can only have real liberation and freedom when we follow God's plan. And that has, you know, everything to do with, you know, the image of God. And the image of God is in man and woman come together in marriage, blessed marriage. So anything else, like these kind of women's, so-called women's liberation, you know, that's a kind of a false liberation. You know, Margaret Sanger gave a shrill promise saying, you know, that... She was promoting a better life for black people. And incredibly, people like W.E. Du Bois actually went along with it. And Adam Clayton Powell, Jr., Sr., and many, many other pastors are still, I think, I guess basically they're on the dole. I mean, how else can you explain it? Why would the pastors promote the genocide of their own race? You tell me. Okay, well, I hope this video and uh, my, my uh, written blog promotes a lot of discussion. It needs to happen. And we're going to be talking more about the promotion of healthy marriage and have some uh, excellent guests on in coming um, episodes.
So I do thank you very much for joining us tonight. Tonight's episode has been on All Black Lives Matter, Planned Parenthood's Black Genocide. Do be blessed, and we will see you next time.